Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a light-hearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Find the Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your, Your Angry, Angry Neighborhood, Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives. And this is a mini episode. It's a mini. Sorry, I had to take a drink like my tongue got so dry. All Ugh. of a sudden, does that ever happen to you? Right now, I just feel really flummy. Oh, really? Oh, man. Like, I feel like I have, like, a bubble in the back of my throat, so I'm talking like Hermit the Frog or something. <sighs> this has been, like, the most stressful, or not stressful, just, like, I finished a job. I started a job. I had my live shows. I had a friend here. I'm getting ready to leave town for a week. And so it's, like, a lot. Yeah. And I feel like my body has been trying to get sick for, yep. like, two weeks. Yeah. And I'm just, like... Sorry, we don't have time. That's kind of how I felt, too, because I'm not getting enough sleep still with this puppy. It's gotten better. And I don't... Maybe I'm just adjusting to the lack of sleep. Like, my body's used to it because I feel much better. Um, I also just got a change in medication, which I think is really happy, like helping me. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to do it for months. I'm like, hallelujah. But yeah, I've been the same way where like I felt like I've been getting sick because I'm not sleeping enough and everyone that I work for is sick. Yeah, you just got to push that shit down. I, I mean, I truly believe like the only reason I haven't gotten sick is because... Because you haven't stopped. And yeah, I'm just like, I, I legit... Because I thought I was going to be sick for the live shows and I yeah. was just like legit like body... You don't have time, so yeah. sorry. You just have to push through. Like, God, there's I nothing. Wish that worked on me all the time. I'm nothing always, we can do here. I'm always sick. I was always sick for plays. Like in high school and in college, I always got sick before like a big presentation or a play. Ugh, it's terrible. I've been living on Nyquil, and I'm out. And I wish I'd gone and gotten more because, like, Postmates. Oh yes, I postmated tampons a couple weeks ago. Genius. Mm -hmm. Oh, I might do that because, like. It has been the only thing that's been, like, helping me sleep because my throat hurts. And then yeah. also, because I just started this new job, it's like my brain won't shut off. Yeah. And I just have, like, running thoughts all night. Yeah. <sighs> well, anyway, enough about, enough about us. Enough about us. <laughs> Let's talk about the news. Let's do it. Okay. Should I start or do you want to start? Why don't you start it off? Okay. So, I'm going to start off talking about the uh, Virginia blackface scandals. Have you heard about this? I don't think so. Start right. talking about it, and maybe I've seen it on my feed. Let's dive in. Let's I, do it. I think they've made a couple of jokes about it on SNL. So. This sounds fun. Yeah. So Virginia Governor Ralph Northam, who's a Democrat, so let's oh. just get that off, like, okay. right at the start, um, which just goes to show you racism has no party. Nope. Um, he had a picture on his – someone found – and I think it was someone on the right ac actively trying to kind of discredit him. Yeah. Um, they found on his University of Virginia uh, yearbook page, his page, so, like, a big picture of him. Yep, I know what you're talking about. And then there's... Light bulb. And if you... Okay, and then there's a picture, it's a blackface picture, 
And it's a guy in blackface and a guy in a KKK costume standing next to each other. Okay. Um, so if you're thinking, I know that sounds horrific, but if you're thinking, like, maybe it's not as bad as it sounds, it's 120% worse than it sounds. Like, it is... It already sounds pretty bad to It me, sounds to pretty honest. bad. And it is so offensive. And it was what on... What year was this? Um, like in the 70s? I want to say in the 70s or early 80s. Okay. Um, and it is super offensive and people... And it's on his personal Facebook... Uh, or Facebook. Personal yearbook page. So What does that mean? Like everybody get in the school gets a page? Like if you look at it, there's a big picture of him with like okay. his name on it and on the same page. So you would think... So he maybe was picking out the photos or something? Yeah. You would think that. Like maybe yeah. it's for seniors or whatever. I'm not sure. I don't yeah. have the details on that. But that's kind of what it looks like. It kind of looks like a senior page where you would get to pick like highlights from your year. Like I was in this yeah. play or whatever and yeah. have pictures of that. That's what it is. So people clearly were like... This is you. Yeah. Either you're in blackface or you're in a KKK costume. Either Neither way, it's is not good. good. Yeah. Um, and so he came out. People were like, have you ever done blackface? Have you ever done blackface? And essentially, he was like, oh, hold on a second. Let me check. <laughs> Seriously. What? And let then me check? he looked at the picture and he was like, uh, so this is not me <gasps> in this picture. However... <laughs> I feel like I need to come out and tell you guys something. He was like, he had a press conference and he was like, I may have done blackface. He's like, I definitely did blackface once I was in a talent show. So it must have been in the 80s. I It was in the 80s because it was after the moonwalk happened. Because he okay. was like, I, Michael Jackson's moonwalk, not like the walk on the moon. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> but like, he, he, he like, that was the 60s. Um. Because he said that he was Michael Jackson in a talent show. Oh. And moonwalked. And he was like, he tried to make it sound bad. This is the weirdest. Like, Google it if you have not seen it. Because this man cannot stop, like, sticking his foot in his mouth. Like, his poor wife is sitting next, like, standing next to him, like, um, (laughs) shut up. You're making it worse. Yeah, you're making it worse. You're making it worse. Because he's basically like, so... I think he's trying to get ahead of it. Like, hey, yeah. I, this is not me in blackface in this picture, but you might find pictures of blackface yeah. of me if you, like, look hard enough. Well, what is that picture, then, if it's on his personal I don't page? know. He's just like, this is a funny picture. Yeah, yes. It doesn't say anything good regardless. But he was like, uh, it was Michael Jackson in a talent show. I did the moonwalk, and I won the talent show. As if, like, okay, well, then that blackface matters. is fine if yeah, you won if the you talent won, show. I mean, whatever. And one of the reporters was like, can you still moon lo- moonwalk? And you could, like, see him thinking about, like... Do I do a moonwalk? Maybe I should moonwalk for them right now. And his wife no. was just like, don't. don't yeah, moonwalk. don't fucking do it. You're gonna make it worse. And then he went on about how, like, I put some shoe polish on my face... And you know, like you know how hard shoe polish is to get off. And I'm like, what? What, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> this is the weirdest thing for you to be talking about right now. Um, I... Yeah. So he then issued. He he came out and said that he was not going to step down. People were like, you should step down as governor of Virginia. But he was like, I'm not going to. And then he did this thing uh, where he issued a press release on Tuesday. 
celebrating his administration for restoring voting rights for former felons. He said, and I quote, I believe in second chances and making our commonwealth more open and accessible to all. Now, this was a thing... Restoring voting rights to felons has been a thing that a lot of black activists in particular have Mm -hmm. been pushing for because... So he's kind of trying to, like, maybe clean up his mess a little. Yes. He's trying to clean up his mess by giving voting rights to felons a large percentage of which we know that black people are disproportionately affected by this law. Um, And also, at the same time, he found the perfect way to be like, I believe in second chances. For me, Loki, yeah. he's like for me, and also um, look what I'm doing for the black community. Yeah, look how good I, I'm not racist. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean it, that I totally read it that way. It's good that he was able to do what he did. Exactly, to and that's, make the voting rights different. Yeah. So, I mean, that's great for the people of Virginia. That's kind of where but everyone is standing right now, where they're but like... But if he hadn't said what he said, the whole I believe in second chances thing, to me, it, it's just so narcissistic. Oh, right. It's very self-serving. Um, but we're trying to take it for what it is because it's like, okay, if you did step down, who else would get in there? Probably right. some other racist white dude um, who wouldn't be doing anything for black people. So it's kind of like, no matter what your motivations are, as long as you are passing legislation yeah. that's good for the black community, then yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's such a difficult thing for me because there are things that I've said and done that I don't agree with anymore. I think that blackface is a very severe uh, version of that because I think it's been widely known that that's not okay for, for a, a long very time. long time. Yeah, and people still continue to make that mistake. I feel like if you do make a mistake like that, you know, he did put his foot in his mouth quite a bit. But it's like if you have done something that you regret in the past, I feel like having a very honest apology. And he did admit it, which is fine. But like, it, it is still really hard to swallow right, because you know it's... that you know that what he knew that what he was doing was wrong. It's also one of those things, though, that I feel like he never would have admitted. If he hadn't gotten caught. If he hadn't gotten caught, and but he wasn't caught. it's a weird thing to admit. Well, because he, <laughs> he hadn't gotten caught. You know, he hadn't gotten caught. He yeah. could have come out and said, that's not me in that picture. Yeah. You know, I don't know why it's on my page, but that's not me. Yeah, that seems but sketchy to he me. was scared that someone was going to dig up they're yeah. gonna, these no, photos of him. And just to be clear, I'm not trying to make Wait, excuses no, for him whatsoever, but I do understand the place in which I've said and done things in the past and believe certain things that I don't agree with anymore. Right, yeah. And that per- people can change and evolve and things like uh-huh. that. And he, if he did make a mistake, the best thing he could have done was to uh, very calmly admit it, ask for, you know, forgiveness say he was sorry, you know. Yeah. Instead of having to make a whole charade out of it. Yeah. Um, and but, also to have a little bit of a dig, I believe, in second chances. I don't know. That right, I don't is, know. It does It does rub me wrong. Yeah, but it rubs me very much the wrong way. To, th- like, you know, kind of bring home how common this was, mm-hmm. the Virginia Attorney General, Mark Herring, also decided to get ahead of the curve. Uh-oh. What do the you do? The Attorney General... So the Attorney General and the Governor... Have both done blackface? Did he just did? Were people investigating this, or he was just like, "I no. do too." He's like, "Before you can come at me, he, he's like, I'm gonna strike first. So he just came out and was like, "Hey guys, if you go digging into my past, you might find some blackface." I, what is wrong with people? He's like, "I dress as a rapper in the '80s," and I'm like, "In the '80s?" That's the thing where I'm like, "You guys can be like 
it was acceptable back then, but I'm like, was no. it? <laughs> I just kind of think that maybe you were living in a racist state, Virginia. Yeah, I and was going to say it is Virginia. Yeah, it was acceptable where you were, but yeah. it was never okay oh, yeah, or like it was never acceptable. acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and especially both of them, I think, were trying to be like, I love Michael Jackson. I love this rapper that I dressed as. But as we've spoken about before, there are proper ways to be your idols right. without having to make it so but I, inappropriate. I think it was the way that they were trying to distance themselves from quote-unquote bad blackface, which would be dressing as, like, blackface next to a KKK member because you think yeah. that's funny. Um, so I think they were trying to distance themselves for that, but like from that, but it doesn't make any difference. It's still not cute. No, it's not okay. No. Um, so, yeah, that that's my first story of the week. Okay, I'm going to talk about some shit from the Grammys. Okie dokie. So, I watched the Grammys this year. I do I not. never. I never do. No, I just, I only really watch the Golden Globes and the Oscars. I don't really care I never otherwise. watched the Grammys, but I was, like, having a couple of friends over. And my friend Amy was like, are you going to have the Grammys on? And I was like, well, I wasn't planning on it, but, but if you sure. want me to have it on, sure. Um, yeah, I did not watch, but I like to, you know, go to my news sources and see who won and what people were wearing. I just like knowing what people were wearing. Oh, that's the main reason to watch the Grammys. Yeah. Um, Michelle Obama was there, and she yeah. looked fierce. Did you see the text that she had with her mom? No. The text exchange? Because she said something like, did you see me at the Grammys? And her mom was like, I didn't know you were going to be there. And she's like, I told you. And then she was like, did you get to see any of the real stars? And she goes, I am a real star, First of all, mom. how dare you, mom? <laughs> Mom, I'm a real star. So two singers showed their support of Trump at the Grammys with their fashion choices. It is Joy Via and Rebel. Rebel, I guess, is like some rock glam person. I don't know who either of these people are. How edgy. Well, I know Joy Via because she, right after Trump was elected, I think it was in 2016. Well, she started actually with her uh, crazy political fashion choices in 2015. Wearing what? She wore a dress made of orange netting. Like, it looked like, um, it looked like, uh, this, the stuff you'd put, like, at a construction site or, like... What, was, what point was she trying to make? I don't know, and I was trying to look for that, but I didn't see. But she, in 2017, wore a, a MAGA dress. And right, I mean, and... last year, she wore a rainbow pro-life dress. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> a lot, okay. A lot okay. to unpack here. Um, I have an issue with this woman... And we had a conversation because we were like, have you seen this shit? Mm-hmm. Like, we should talk about this, which we're totally talking about it. And I think yeah. that's totally okay. But she had a huge spike yeah. in record sales after that MAGA dress. I hate that. Um, by people who wouldn't have given a shit about her otherwise yeah. because of all the media attention she got. Because yeah. she's not really anybody. In fact, she's I don't not. understand how Why is she still going to the Grammys? She's got one hell of a publicist team that's yeah. able to get her on the list to go to these events because yeah. she's not I've really never heard of either of these people. that big of a, a recording artist. Yeah. So it's interesting to me that she continues to get... <sighs> Um, invited to these things. Yeah. But the only reason why anyone is talking about her, which is why I think she continues to do this... Is because of this. Is because it's the only way she gets any attention. Yeah, it Like, is. she's not getting attention and for anything so else. it's so bizarre to me because this is a woman of color. Yes. And she's wearing... This year she wore a dress that looked like it was made of bricks and then the skirt on the back said, build the wall. Oh, fucking bitch. And she's I holding a her. red purse that says, make America great again. Yeah, it looks like the hat. Yeah. Um, she 
And, and listen, I don't want to say that and be like, this fucking bitch, like, I fucking hate her. But here's the thing. If I really believed that she felt this way, truly, that would be different. Are you sure she doesn't? I, I'm not sure she does. Because she said, I believe in the president. I just released an album called Home Sweet Home, and it's all about my love for America. But you see... Barbed wire. I'm having fun with it. But you see... That's where she makes me think that this is all just a publicity stunt. Because I'm like, I, I would be interested in looking at her past and That's what her true. political views were like well, before this. Because the, I read an article where they were saying that she was considered liberal, but then she started right. listening to Trump's speeches and agreed with what he was saying. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think she, I think if you don't have a soul and you don't mind being hated, this is actually a genius mm-hmm. PR move because. Yeah, well, you you galvanize yourself. You manage to align yourself with people who would never have listened to your music otherwise, and you get splattered all over news outlets because everyone's so polarized right now. So you took advantage of the fact that we're so divided. It's true. This other person, Rebel, uh, wore a Keep America Great Again jacket and a Trump twenty twenty. I think it's a Trump twenty twenty on the jacket somewhere as well. <clears throat> and they actually like share a lot of Trump's tweets. And, like, is really in on that propaganda. And this person is bisexual and is, like, very much apparently a part of the LGBTQ community. Yeah, so is Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, and it's so backwards, you know what I mean? But I just found that really, like, disappointing and maddening because it like it, it is such a shock value where you can't look away but it just pisses you off so right much. and it's it's hard to know like do we just ignore these people until they go away or do we talk about it because it's so it's so insane yeah you it's know, a weird line to follow it's a weird because line you want to bring attention to mm-hmm. it but you also don't want to because it's going to make that person more popular right it's ex- a whole exactly no press is bad and, press. and i truly do believe like at least i don't know anything about rebel but i do think for joy via i think it was I think publicity. Yeah, and I think that there are some people, I think there's a lot of people who fame at any cost. Like, they don't care if they're popular or they don't care if people like them or hate them. They just want to be famous and they just want to be successful. And yeah, I think she found a way to do that that works for her. Maybe. Because she just did the exact same thing. I think she did the exact same thing hoping that it would stir up as much controversy as her MAG address did. And it it, it has. It stirred up controversy but it's not it didn't blow up the same way. Yeah. The MAG address was Well, because everywhere. we've seen it before. Exactly. You know, but you're a one-trick pony. That's exactly right. I feel yeah. like that's another thing that makes me think that this was calculated because yeah. she was just like, "Well, this worked for me before and I haven't had a spike in my numbers since then. So I'm yeah. going to do the exact same thing." Yeah. You know, and she was probably bummed out that the shutdown ended, like, right before the Grammys, because she was, like, she would have gotten a lot more attention, I think. Yeah. Um, if the shutdown was still going on. <sighs> People who sell their soul to the devil, I tell you. Speaking of that. Yeah. Um, and the shutdown. So, on Monday, Capitol Hill negotiators uh, announced a bipartisan spending agreement. Mm-hmm. And they basically said that they would provide $1.375 billion to build a 55-mile or 55 miles of a new of new barriers along the southern border. So not like... Physical barriers? Physical barriers, but not a sea from shining sea wall the way that Trump wanted. 55 miles in strategic locations, which is what um, border agents said would be helpful. But okay. they are not willing to fund a full, full wall. wall. So Trump had wanted a had wanted five point seven billion, 
um, to fund his, like, sea from Shining Seawall. When he didn't get it, uh, it triggered that 35-day long government shutdown. And it was a massive hit to his approval ratings, which, as we know, I think is the only thing that he really cares about. So this spending deal, the 1.3, or it's let's round up, $1.4 billion okay. is, I think, less than he was originally offered in December. I could be wrong on that. I don't blame them. It's less, I think, than he was originally offered in December when he shut the government down. So it just drives yeah. home that, like, he shut it down for no reason. Right. So he came out... On Wednesday, which is today, our time, um, and said that he does not want to see another government shutdown. So he's kind of hinting that they might be willing to take this agreement. Yeah. Um, He's been saying that. He's like, I don't want to see another shutdown, but I will if I have to. Right. On Monday, when they gave him this, when they said, we'll give you $1.4 billion rather than like 5 or $6 billion, he said he was unhappy about that. Yeah. And I think he got some perspective. I think the people around him were like, you can't afford to lose any more popularity this mm-hmm. close to going into 2020. Um, Is he running again? Well, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he could pull himself out, but I think, I don't think he will. Yeah. He could pull himself out of contention, but I think that's very so rare. We talked about a while ago that he was, like, not really interested in running again. Um, I, I don't know that he's interested in being president. Anymore, and I think he could. But it would look really bad if he, he could run. withdraw himself. But I think his ego is such that he yeah, won't do exactly. that. Exactly, he wouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, so I think that that was kind of what it was. They were like, "Your approval ratings can't take any more hits, so you need to just accept this." Yeah, uh, and move on. They haven't done it yet, but it's anticipated that they will accept it rather than deny it. Consider having another government shutdown. Yeah, so. Uh, fingers crossed that this gets accepted. No kidding. And who even knows where we'll be in 2020 when, hopefully, a new president yeah. is elected. You know, maybe this is—it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. But you I'm not—I'm not fully opposed to strategic border security, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, if it's, you know, in places where we need it, on the advice of Border Patrol agents or the head of Border Security and, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, we have tons of things we could be funding. There's exactly. another state that's having a there is another state that is having a teacher strike right now or another yeah. city. I don't know where it is. I think it's in Texas. I'm not sure. Yeah. I didn't there's do research a lot of, on that. There's a lot of places that money could go. That we could use better. the money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we talk about Esquire yes. and their cover? Yes. So, I sent this to Madigan. And I was like, is this and real? And I was like, what? The fuck? Because Esquire magazine, in black fucking history month, put out a magazine whose cover reads, An American Boy, What It's Like to Grow Up White, Middle Class, and Male in the Era of Social Media, Mass School Shootings, Toxic Masculinity, Me Too, and a Divided Country. Because it must be so So hard. That poor guy. That poor Ryan Are you middle class? Oh, no. Are you white? Are you white and middle class? Uh, And he, like, totally victimizes himself through this whole article. I didn't read a lot of it because I was like, I don't care what he does on a day-to-day basis. It was also so boring. It was so boring. It was like, he's eating lunch with his friends. He's He just wishes he could talk about his girlfriend and the Packers. Yeah. I just wish I could talk about the Green Bay Packers and my girlfriend, but instead I have to talk about other people's oppression. How (laughs) upset. For me, I know the beginning of the article reads 
Ryan Morgan is 17 and happy to be a guy. To be a girl would mean he'd have to deal with a lot more drama. He'd likely have to deal with mean girls. I fucking hate this kid so much. <laughs> and he could end up a mom, which he doesn't ever want. Because, oh, my God. Because being a mom is hard. Probably the hardest job in the world. Also, he might not think football was interesting. He isn't <gasps> sure what would be interesting if it isn't football. So this kid is an idiot. <laughs> then he isn't interested. Other than that, he doesn't think there are too many reasons it would be better to be a guy than a girl, unless you're from the Middle East or maybe in the inner city. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he, all you're highlighting, I'm like Esquire. Why? Like, why? why? Well, this is why. They cover it in the first page, and then it's like, why go further? Because, so, this asshole was fucking opening and shutting a door in the computer lab, and this girl was like, don't do that, stop. And then when he did it again, she smacked him in the face... And, and he then hit her. He hit her back. Right. Yes. And then the teacher said that he should report it, but he apparently had a bus to catch. And <laughs> then his mother said that girl could go home, slit the whole side of her cheek with a knife, and come to school Monday and say, "Hey, look what he did to me." But did she? No, no. she didn't. So why? Fucking should, okay, mothers who do this shit piss yeah. me off. But this is the thing: she should not have hit him. Hitting people Absolutely. is not okay. He it's it's not, not a good response. It doesn't matter if it's a girl or a boy or anything. You should not hit back. You don't stoop to their level just because they hit you. Well, I mean, and regardless of that, basically what he says in this article is, I believe that if I had hit her back and I was a girl, I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. And I'm like, I always say this. I'm like, if your first instinct response yeah. to feminism and equality is, well, then that means I can hit you. Mm-hmm. Is what the fuck is well, wrong with you? Did you read you? the part where he was talking about how he like commented on some feminist Instagram page and they were like, "We don't have to listen to you because you're a white guy." And he's like, "I thought you were about equality." And I immediately was oh like, "Oh my god!" Every oh, one of our commenters flashbacks, flashbacks. Oh, oh, I'm sweating. I was just gonna say, like, "I'm sweating. I can't. I can't breathe." breathe. Yeah. Stop copying me. <laughs> Stop copying me. <laughs> so he ended up going to court, and he says, if he was a girl, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> He lives in a town in Wisconsin dominated by Trump voters. Shocking. He, he's I'm shocked. Like, he's like, I don't hang out with the jocks. I don't hang out with the hunting crowd. And I definitely don't hang out with, like, the like the rednecks with the MAGA things on their truck. You know, he just kind of was like, I'm not an extreme Where did kind they of find this kid? Where did they find I him? I don't know. And why is he being featured? He's not interesting in any he's way. He's not. He's boring. And that's the thing. Like, if you brought me a profile of a kid... Who had experienced some shit. Yeah. But there's a reason why we don't profile mediocre white boys who haven't experienced anything. They're not interesting. Bring me a kid from the inner city who's having to deal with gun violence. Yeah. Like, bring me... Oh, yeah, and he's talking about school shootings. Like, I guess there was some kid... Again, I didn't read the whole thing, but he mentioned something about a kid who was like threatening something and he was like yeah he was a weird kid it's like what well and when he was asked about the me too movement he was basically like i don't really know anything about that yeah what is that what why why are we talking to you yeah and it makes me wonder to publish such a like asinine piece of drivel it like makes me wonder and during black history Month, during black exactly it makes me wonder again the same thing that we just talked about with joy via and this rebel person it makes me wonder Esquire, are you doing this because you are not popular anymore? I don't hear any... This is the first thing I've heard from Esquire in a very long time. And this got you clicks. It got you views. Yeah. Because you you don't 
you're, you're not popular anymore. Yeah. Well, he says, everyone hates me because I support Trump. I couldn't debate anyone without being shut down and called names. Like, what did I do wrong? Maybe you're a bad debater. And then he says about Trump, he's respectful towards his wife, as far as I know. I don't think he is racist or sexist. So we're dealing with an idiot. Like, yeah. seriously. Okay, and I don't even want to say that. I understand we're talking about a child. Like, I get he's that. He's 17. I mean, yeah, he's still a child. He is but still, it's like... He's still a child. I had fucked up the same way we were talking about, you know, the yeah. governor. Like, I held really fucked up views even when I was 17. Yeah. So I but get it. It's just, but, but why just are we like, highlighting Exactly. Him? Why are it's we not profiling? that he is the way he is. It's the fact that we're highlighting this person who doesn't have a strong stance on anything You're that's going on. You're not bringing to the table anything unique Nothing. or interesting. So why... Are we even talking about you? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't understand it, and that—that's what makes me think like Esquire was just like, let's do something to bring attention to ourselves. That's kind of outrageous because it honestly is super insulting. Yeah, that they would do this during Black History Month. I like, mean, it says it's going to be the March issue, but it's come out already. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, it's it's dumb. And then and, it's Women's History Month. What yes, the fuck? and they deserve <laughs> they deserve all the backlash they're getting yeah, for this, exactly. in my opinion. Yeah, they really um, do. It's awful, and it's just like it's so just much a about bad piece of journalism. Him and his fucking girlfriend, and I'm like, I don't care. And it's like he had a big batch of mashed potatoes for lunch. I, and this who and that. I'm fucking like, cares? I don't care. You're in Wisconsin. That's not unusual. Yeah. You, what? Like, I... Yeah. Th- oh, oh, my God. I'm getting Nobody heated. Nobody cares. I'm getting so heated. Just because I'm just, like, also, like... Yeah. Also, just fucking bad journalism. Like, whoever has the byline on that article should be fired. Like, yeah. you you don't deserve to work in journalism anymore. Nope. It was a piece of shit I, article. I revoke your journalism card. So, guys, yeah. If you're like, hey, maybe I want to read this. Don't. Don't read you it. You don't need to. I it, read it for you. It's boring. Don't read yeah, it. Yeah, it literally has... It, it, it brings nothing of value to the table. No. Um, and, you know, in some ways, I'm just like, this kid, like, he is getting more attention than I think he thought he would. Oh, yeah. He's, he thought it was bad on social media before. Yeah. Just wait now. Just wait. Like, and I'm not advocating for this no, kid to get, like... Not at all, but but he... But you know what? He's he's so bland. I'm just like, even if you were going to profile someone who is getting bullied for being a Trump supporter, then profile someone who has a story about being bullied for being a Trump supporter beyond just being like, people people don't like it. People don't like me anymore. Yeah. Like, that's not enough, sir. Like, what? No. What? Because people are dying out here, dude. Like, people yeah. of color, LGBTQ people, like, people are really suffering. Yeah. Teenagers we are really suffering. don't care about what you have to say when you have nothing to Trans say. Trans kids, suffering. You're not suffering. You're mildly uncomfortable. Yeah, he lives in a part of Wisconsin that's 2% African American. Yeah, you're, you're mildly uncomfortable. Yeah. And we're... But you know what? I think it's so... And if Esquire had come at it from this angle... I think I would appreciate it more because I think it's so indicative of our culture right now when white people or white men especially get mildly uncomfortable, they feel oppressed. Yeah. Like all of a sudden they're oppressed. And I'm like, no, no, no. You just haven't felt any discomfort yeah. at all in your yeah, life exactly. because you've been catered to forever. Yeah. And this is what discomfort feels like. It is not what oppression feels like. Exactly. Um, so don't get the two fucking mixed up because there are people out here really fucking dying in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> Preach, Keegan. Anyway. Preach. Anyway. Well, um, it looks like we're about at that time. 
Yes, we are about at that time. Thank you for listening. If you have any news that you would like us to rant about, this has been a particularly angry episode. Yeah, uh, I mean, the name of our show. Thus the title of our podcast. <laughs> so if you have any stories that you would like us to cover, if you have any feedback, opinions, um, sister solidarity stories, we are going to be coming up on um, National Coming Out Day, I feel like, is soonish or is that in april i thought that was in april it might be we'll look it up it might be in april but i mean still sending either either way send them in because i think we would love to do another of those i think that yeah i Uh, think we should definitely do that another coming out episode so if you have coming out stories send those in to us they can be anything they can be happy they can be sad um just let us know in the email if you would like to remain anonymous or if you would like a shout out on the show we can do either um, so any of that stuff, you can email to us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. You can get us on Instagram, um, and you can direct message us there as well at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. You can find us on Twitter at Yamf Podcast, Y-A-N-F Podcast. You can also get us on Facebook. Uh, we have a group page and also a business page on our business page and on apple podcasts you can leave us reviews we would love to hear from you anytime we get new reviews we always feature those on our reviews yeah and we're out of them right now yeah i mean i think we might have some from further back i should go and look and and see but um yeah we would love to hear from you guys so definitely drop us a review send us an email uh, yeah, is that everything? I believe so. Okay. So you guys, with all of that being said, we encourage you to, to rage, rage on. on. Bye. Bye. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.